0: This episode brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash podshock. Over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This episode also supported by the Podshock Podcast Companion app for the iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch, now in the iTunes App Store.
1: Live from the TARDIS Repair Center on Gallifrey. A very long time ago. It's Doctor Who! Hodgepaw- yes, the Gallifrey and Embassy presents Doctor Who Hotchock Hodgepaw- Episode 285
2: Doctor Yes what is it what do you want Right from the very beginning. Sorry, but you're about to make a very big mistake. Don't steal that one, steal this one. The navigation system's knackered, but you'll have much more fun. Right from the day he started running. Run, you clever boy. And remember me.
0: Well, we're back with Doctor Who Pachock, as Ian said, episode 285. This is um, just a few days before the anniversary. And, well, before we go any further, let me introduce the cast of characters we collected for this episode, which may sound kind of familiar from last episode, <laughs> which across the great pond, uh, the raging oceans, is um,
3: none other than Dave A.C. Cooper. Hello, Dave. Yeah, and for one of our listeners, I'm going to sound really chirpy and upbeat, even though it's three a.m. I'm still here, happy and ready to go.
0: Yes, well, th- I do appreciate you being here at three a.m. or three p.m. or any time you're available. You're always here.
3: Timey wimey.
0: Timey wimey. And then going—that's so um, a few thousand miles um, to the to the to the right of me. <laughs> If you're looking at a map, down below, or uh, obviously I'm talking about um, east and south, but uh, south of me is um, Mr. Ian Bissett. Hello, Ian.
1: Hello, Lewis.
0: Good to have you back.
1: It's good to be here. It's good to be here south of you.
3: (laughs) Well, just as well you're not wearing a kilt, Lewis, eh? (laughs) It's just as well. For
0: (laughs) for poor Ian, it's just as well, yes.
1: Well, family show, family show. It's well, keeping. This it fri- isn't the on you're looking for.
0: <laughs> we're keeping it family <laughs> friendly. So uh, yeah, it's we're just a few days away from uh, the anniversary, the fiftieth anniversary today, as we record this. Well, actually, as Dave's uh, three a.m. there, he's actually one day away or two days away. yeah, something like that. Two days away. Twenty first here,
3: two yeah. days away. Yeah, yeah it's the
0: twentieth year, so we're, we're uh, I guess technically three days, and you're two days very exciting 50 years
3: oh it's absolutely and it's suddenly rushing upon us we might have a news section in a minute but please don't expect us to cover all the news it's just we're avalanche of news Mm.
1: it's just it's become unmanageable Uh, i think (laughs) i think podcasters are going to be doing catch-up work after the 50th just to kind of fit everything in um i know we 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 had trouble at uh, at the Colton collective on sunday trying to decide what to cover and what and what not to.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't um, Stephen Moffat say that come the fiftieth anniversary, Doctor Who's going to take over the television? Oh, yeah, something. I believe
1: to... Stephen Moffat. Moffat always lies. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just gotten to the point where oh,
1: it's just, just. He said it was going to happen.
3: He <laughs> was on the, the the one show today. He was being interviewed inside the TARDIS, and he uh, was taking questions from the the, the viewers that were posed to him. And one of the questions was, of course, you know, uh, we only have 12 Doctors, three incarnations. What's going to happen after that? He said, well, the show's going to stop. There'll be no more Doctors. <laughs> of course, I could be lying.
0: Yes, yeah. Well, you know, that that's a question has been posed to us many times. I'm, I'm sure the series will continue as long as it's popular. And, and, and speaking of which, um, he um, really, I don't know if it was during that same Q&A, but I know recently um, Stephen Moffat had come out and said that the, you know, I don't I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he basically said that it was a really um, poor decision that the BBC made as far as uh, canceling the, the show or putting it on the long hiatus for sixteen years back in nineteen eighty nine and how foolish that was. So
1: I, I, I half agree with them and I half don't. I don't want to turn this into a huge long discussion, but you know, there's no sense looking back now and going, That was a big mistake. Um, what we got out of, you know, the wilderness years was a lot of great audio a lot of great books uh comics uh you know fan produced videos
0: mm-hmm.
4: we
1: were we were creative during that period uh and i i you know, there's no point thumbing your nose at it now uh yes it was a mistake at the time that the bbc didn't pay attention to the show that they had and especially when it was just kind of it actually turned the corner i think with Sylvester McCoy and, and Sophie Aldred in the in the final season there I yeah, think I, that the show was heading towards Yeah I, what I we agree.
0: Have yeah, I mean it, it definitely There was undue pressure at the time to make the show more lighthearted and and less violent. And, you know, so they they, they were sort of ordered to play up the humor and and make it more slapstick. And and that's basically what they did, you know, um, at the beginning of Sylvester McCoy's tenure. And then slowly, you know, like during his last season or series, it, it changed, and it was more, you know, he, he, not darker, but you know, he, he. It was a more serious tone to his, his, his doctor, which. So I, I think it was it was slowly steering itself back on track again after going, being forced off the track.
3: Again, without rehashing the past, one of the things that had been said, and I think, by Sylvester himself, that um, the age he was when he appeared in the nineteen ninety six movie. Was actually would have been the right age for him, to have been the doctor, in terms yeah, of he, you know he'd been more mature and so on. Mm-hmm. I mean his part was very small on that, but I think he did a
0: great job. I um, you know and and to credit to the producers of of that TV movie. I mean they they did him up. I mean he wasn't filled with question marks and he wasn't you know, yet longer hair. He was more doctorish in a sense in 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 that yeah. movie. So um, but it also. I mean, see, I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to yeah. step but on your words again. there.
1: After you, said. After you, said. Well,
0: you, sir. I was just going to say Should Stephen Moffat also said that fans, you know, just getting back to the original point, that fans wouldn't let the series die. And in a sense, that's, that turned out to be the case because uh, Russell T Davies, and you know, was a fan and, and Stephen Moffat was a fan of the series. So it's really the fans, in a sense, grown up in those 16 years and, and, and brought the series back, you know, and, uh, um, you know, and the fans didn't let it die.
1: Right. I really still think, though, that we we needed the wilderness years, in order for it's it's like you know how can I miss you? How can I how can I tell you I miss you if you won't go away? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think well, so. it, to me every week? You, Yeah. You, well, you it keeps coming back.
0: You learn to appreciate it once it's gone. Sometimes, what's yeah. that saying? You don't know what you have until you, lo- until you lose it.
1: So, right. And I think the BBC also needed that. They needed to realize and look and see. Hang on a second. We killed this show what 16 years ago and they're still writing books. We've got licenses out for um, audios, uh, comics. What's going on? This show won't die. Doctor Who magazine is still going. There is no show. <laughs> you know, and then somebody comes along and says, hey, we want to bring back Doctor Who. Sure, because <laughs> there's a market out for it, and there's no show. So, you know. But anyway, we've got, we've got current news to get to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, well. Where's yeah, that so Somewhere the tea's getting cold. Yes. <laughs> well, my whiskey doesn't.
0: Let's get on with the news then. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> in our last episode, it's the news hound. Sorry. Last time on Doctor Who uh we had just finished recording and we were talking about the upcoming. D- mini episode, which was the Night of the Doctor, and we were saying at that time, it would be this weekend, the coming up weekend. And little did we know, hours after we finished recording, that the BBC would release it. And they did release it. And what I did, um, we'll talk about it further in this episode. We'll do a mini review of the mini episode. In addition, now there's another new mini episode that was just released. Um, This one is called The Last Day. And it's available, to my knowledge, only on iTunes, unless... Through other means, it's gotten elsewhere, but officially, I think it's only available on iTunes, and it's a little kufu or whatever about it, because there's, um, it's, it's, a, it's free on the U.S. iTunes store, but through some sort of error, I, to my understanding, it's not free outside of the U.S. iTunes, iTunes store, so that in the U.K. and Canada— there actually was there was a, a price attached to it, and people. Well, I think
3: in Canada there was a price attached, and then it was changed so that the people who rushed to get it. Oh, it, it was, was changed. Started, paid the fee, so I think in Canada it has been changed. Okay. The, the point was where, I mean, the, where the night of the doctor was virtually seven minutes. I think this is under four minutes. It's not. It's not the same level it's it's basically all takes place on on one on one set the the charge was you know astro- well not astronomic but considered american terms you know the sort of money that some people have paid to watch a a five or ten year old movie you know a 90 minute movie uh, for what was a three or four minute episodes 295 at uh, two pounds 95 in the uk so we're we're getting heading towards um and a half dollars there I would think if it was converted and the, and people had to pay for it that way
0: what's really confusing though is that the night of the doctor was was released on YouTube uh, which is you know the BBC YouTube channel yet the last day was not and also the night of the doctor is not available as of this time as of this time of recording is not available on iTunes yet the last day is. So uh, it's you would think that they were I don't know. I mean, unless uh, obviously if you're going to charge if, if the charge was intentional, then I can understand having an exclusive on iTunes. But since it's uh, free available on iTunes, I, I, obviously there was some sort of deals worked out. Another interesting point is that the Night of the Doctor, although available on YouTube, you cannot if you go to the Apple TV has a YouTube channel app, whatever you like to call it you won't be able to find The Night of the Doctor on the on Apple TV. You could find it on your iPad or iPhone and stream it using AirPlay, and that's what I did, and that's how—so it makes no sense. You can watch it on your Apple TV if you have one of the other iOS devices. So it's not like they're excluding Apple, but for some reason it's not available on the Apple TV. If you go to the YouTube channel there, you won't find The Night of the Doctor there, but it's obviously on YouTube, and you can stream it using AirPlay
1: is bizarre yeah yeah there's some odd stuff going on I, I think after the the, the missing episodes were, were put online on iTunes we expected a lot of the content to start being delivered that way especially since there's a season pass mm-hmm. for all the stuff that's happening for the 50th That everything would come through there but yes and we've yeah. got the, uh, the, the save the day site that's uh, releasing content we've got stuff going up on the BBC YouTube channel and now we've got stuff coming up on iTunes It, it, it it really makes for confusing marketing. Well, it's uh, there also be one place to get everything. Yeah, because it's it's know, hard for the
0: it's hard for fans to keep because the fans that want to keep on top of all this it's it's you know it's sort of like a Easter egg hunt where you have to go looking at you know is it here is it there where is it yeah. And it would be just, not, I mean, you can get a season pass for the 50th anniversary collection on iTunes, and it does include some free stuff as well. Like the last day, at least in the U.S. store, it was one of the free content. I think there's maybe one or two other things that that are free, uh, like a, a Doctor Who Confidential they put in there for free. Uh, the rest of it is made up of the Doctor Who Revisited series. And some of the stuff goes back a few years. There's the proms. There's... Um, a collection of stuff, and w- what's in the description of that se- season pass is the um, an adventure in space and time is listed there. So that will, when it's available, that will appear in that collection. And also the 50th anniversary special, the the um, the day of the doctor, should be there as well. But the, the, the science of Doctor Who is not in there, and that was on BBC America. So normally, like, what, what's on BBC America eventually shows up on iTunes, but not always, as it seems. Right.
3: Yeah. Well, I think that the, the science one uh, first aired on BBC Three here in the UK. It didn't air on BBC One, which might just be a slight difference. I think it was a ge- genuine mix-up. I, I don't think it was intended, this uh, this pay tried, thing. But... Um, yeah, no. I mean, I can understand it. I mean, everybody's been overwhelmed by it. I mean, here in the UK, we felt mistreated, as I've said before, about what was coming out with the, uh, you know, the revisited and so on. One channel got the rights for it in the UK called Watch, uh, but that's a satellite channel. If you've only got terrestrial TV, you, know, you couldn't get it. Maybe, just maybe, they've underestimated the clamor that the fans, the hunger, the thirst that fa- fans have for things. I mean, it really has been brewing up very, very nicely. You can't move. I mean, uh, anybody who's trying to avoid spoilers, I take my hat off to them because, um, you know, you can virtually, you know, you, you, you walk out of the room to get a cup of coffee or tea and come back in and there, there's Matt Smith on your screen uh, in an ident or something. G- General Louise Co- I call her General Louise Coleman, uh,
1: That's fine. I, uh, I'm going to continue to do that because I just don't think it sounds right calling her Jenna Coleman. It's like I, I don't know who that is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, I still cuter. call her Jenna Louise as well. And until maybe there's a few episodes with her in the beginning credits, you know, with just Jenna Coleman, then maybe I'll get used to it. It's still, you know, it still says Gina,
3: Jenna Louise Coleman.
1: Unless you, you can say, JLC.
3: <laughs> they were showing a, a clip on the Today Show of her being in uh, Return to Pemberley. This new. Remake uh, relating to that. But um, anyway, we, we need to move on. There's lots of other bits and pieces. Well,
1: you know, speaking of spoilers. I've got bits and pieces caught in a typewriter there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there there's a. Uh, uh, well, before we get, get into the, the lost episodes, it just um, backtracking what we're saying about spoilers and stuff being released is uh, just a note that, that the BBC America Tumblr account. Uh, did a post and they suggested that you unfollow them during the 50th anniversary because they'll be posting spoilers so if you don't want to see any spoilers you know they're going to be hashtagging them but you know if if you're using the let's say the the, the tumblr app on your iphone you're not it's just going to display the content you're not going to be able to discern which is spoilery and which is not so uh, i don't know i'm of the is that if they know the content that they're going to post a spoiler and they're going to hashtag it spoiling you know as a spoiler why not just wait on it until everyone has a chance to see the special and then start posting stuff that has spoilers in it i mean don't ask people to unfollow you it just i don't know it just didn't seem right
3: well i, th- I think they're trying to show uh grace here uh, i mean they're not expecting people to unfollow them but they, they they then won't have a you know barricade uh you know a, a fall out of people you know just don't show it though they if, were if, i mean yeah, just show right content warned. i don't no just, i don't think they're expecting people to unfollow they could just say they were warned i think i know but it's just okay, you okay you well that's just say like saying it
1: hasn't been released
0: i i'm
3: i'm gonna it take this gun I'm gonna take
0: this gun and I'm gonna shoot you. I'm just warning you ahead of time. So if you don't want to be shot, just you know unfollow me. <laughs> you know, just don't shoot. <laughs> I don't know. It just it's just I don't know. it just boggles me. So it I mean, it, and also like when the night of the doctor first came out, so many people were posting on Facebook all over the social media about. Um, <laughs> Paul McGann the back.
3: The freeze that they chose. That, the, the, eighth, the trouble, the freeze frame.
0: The, yeah, they had the Eighth Doctor there. They had the, you know, the Sisters, uh, the Sisterhood of Karn. I mean, they, they, whatever treats and surprises that were there, anyone that hadn't seen that, that mini episode immediately after it was, I'm, I'm thankful for you two for letting me know about that. It was released before I, I hit the social networks. I had just woken up and I, and that was the first thing I did. Oh, you know, during breakfast was watched the night of the doctor, which was a,
3: hang on there, Lewis, hang on. Did you wake up? Or were you brought back from the dead? Well, actually watching it, it felt like I was dreaming because oh, it was,
0: oh, sorry, sorry. Your four minutes, your four <laughs> minutes is up. <laughs> My four minutes is up. <laughs> Because it mean, it that? really felt like a dream. Like I had to pinch myself. Is this really? Oh, we'll get to that later. We're going to review the night of the doctor as well as the last day. And after our review of um, the night of the day, the day of the doctor. I want these titles with "doctor" in yeah, it. The
1: night of the. the, the no, no,
0: no, no! The, the, the name of the doctor. The
1: day. The night
3: the day of the day, the, the, bed, of the, the, the
0: bed of my <laughs> doctor. The day, the night of the day of
3: the last day of the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, of I
1: tell you he's vicious with that damn typewriter
0: <laughs> it's old okay. tech I'm 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 enjoying it while we have it
3: Dave you were saying
1: <laughs> oh I don't know <laughs> I don't know anymore
3: well let it's, me go with one let, let me go with one one of the uh, pieces of news just recently came out uh, Wednesday the 20th that was yesterday well for me it was Terry Nation honored with blue plaque Screenwriter Terry Nation is being honoured with the unveiling of a blue plaque at the house in Wales where he's born. You know, Wales is becoming a rather pivotal place here in the UK, although here in, uh, we've just had uh, Hull announced as the uh, the next uh, city of arts and culture, but uh, there's no doubt about it that uh, Cardiff and... Uh, I mean, what I mean, Russell T Davies, he, he must have the key to Cardiff by now with all that he's done for them. Anyway, Terry Nation honoured with a blue plaque... Uh, Do people in America know what a blue plaque is, by the way? It's when you
0: don't brush your teeth. That's uh, for a a long Uh, time. uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I I I got to credit Ian for that. Ian um, joked about that during our (laughs) (laughs) our pre-show preamble. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Pre-show. It's all go here.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, what it is, it's uh, like a historic plaque where where there have been houses that people in Port have lived. I mean, the nearest one to... In fact, there's two near me. Uh, we're, by near, I mean within three miles. Uh, one yeah. is for Lowry, the painter. He's got oh, a I, know the bike. Other, I know what the other what? one is.
1: That's that one that commemorates the spot you killed the last dinosaur on.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you very much. And yeah, one, very much. Is it an account, uh, for the sake of me, I can't remember, but the um, the, the creator of Dan Dare uh, that was uh, uh, in the Eagle comics, he lived only about two or three miles from uh, where I am, and he has a blue plaque on his, so those are the two nearest ones to me. And it's, uh, it, it used to be a ceramic plaque, but now, obviously, it's a brass plaque, but it's painted over, and it's basically somewhere for people to come and uh, pay homage, take the photograph, and so on. Hmm.
1: Mm, excellent. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know he was Welsh.
3: Right. OK. Well, uh, well it doesn't necessarily mean they were oh, Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, What I mean is, I mean, for instance, the, the the Lowry one, that wasn't the place where he was born. It was a place where he did a lot of his art and lived for about 12 years. So there's probably, there might well be two plaques for Lowry, if you know what I mean, mm. two different places.
0: All right. Well, very good. Well, congratulations to uh, to the Terry Nation estate. I guess since um, Terry Nation's no longer with us.
3: Yeah, he was he was born in nineteen thirty near fellow writer Roald Dahl, uh, and Barton Greenwood suggested that he might have a yeah. Where we gone?
1: Mm-hmm. He might have been partial to, to, to the Dal.
3: Uh, no, 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 no Dahl, When he came up with the word Dalek, is that's right. Was I not just saying? I that, think he was going yeah, there. because he well, grew
1: up there. I, I thought that's where I
0: was going. That's, that's what the sign said. Oh, look at this map. Hang on. It <laughs> yep. said so yep. this, sure. this way to Dalek.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this way to Rolldale Plus. <laughs> All it's right. It's around and drive driving back home, Jeeves. There's <laughs> nothing but fun here, folks. <laughs>
0: oh, Court in <and> the typewriter. <laughs> <I> oh. <know>. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, these rumors of lost episodes have been circulating for some time and originally the the, the last batch of uh, rumors had a whole bunch of Doctor Who lost episodes being found and um, even though there's nothing official yet, the, the latest rumors are once again re- reemerging about Marco Polo and there's, um, that this will be the next Lost episode. Now, this is just a rumor. There's nothing official here. We have no inside information. This is just what's going on in the rumor mill. So please take a note of that. We don't really like to go too much in rumors, but only because the last time we had these rumors, it turned out that, you know, soon enough after that, the the Web of Fear and the Enemy of the World showed up. So let's um, hope that there's some truth to this. I have
1: noticed a certain—I have noticed a certain amount of restraint now amongst fans. There was a warning after um, Web of Fear and, and um, Enemy of the World came out. The, the reason why they were kind of trying to hush hush things is because there were negotiations taking place. And they kind of alluded to it, I think, that there was still were for not necessarily Doctor Who, because this isn't just about Doctor Who, there's other things that are being found mm. as well of cultural significance to um to the UK. I, I really think the fans have kind of I mean the the ideas out that are still lurking out there that there that there might be stuff, but I think people are being a lot more restrained even though we're all quietly sitting here, rubbing our hands, going, "Please, please, 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 please," one thing that I've, I've, I mean, I've seen a rumour last week that you know there is still a whole screed of them, and they're all going to be announced the day after, uh, well, or no, right after the uh, the fiftieth anniversary special screens at the life after party. Who can say? I mean, again, rumour, conjecture, whichever. Um, but I have noticed, and I am going to I am going to throw a rumour in there myself. I was talking with uh, Charlie Kirchhoff on uh, Facebook today and uh, he was complaining that his uh, copy of Moonbase uh, is not coming out to him. It's been delayed. It was supposed to be released, I think, uh, yesterday or today. And for some reason, Moonbase has been delayed. Hmm. I'm not saying anything more than interesting so well just to interesting, be interesting just light. to
0: let our listeners know is that the moon base has oh, yeah. two episodes missing it's a four-part story and as of well you know as of right now until any official word saying otherwise episode one and three are missing they only have stills and fragments of those episodes in existence now now if we go back to the to those two other lost stories that were found, they were Patrick Trouton stories. This is a Patrick Trouton story, and maybe that that um television station, you know, in Nigeria had more than you know than what's you know what's been cleaned up and released so far. So I mean, again, we're not saying that this is the case, but it is it's possible.
3: Now, yeah, the, more the, at least more. Sorry, I was just saying more and more. It? I was just saying, more and more, it seems as though the first two stories that were released were just because they were far and away, presumably, you know, the, the, the nearest candidates for being released without too much work. But what, what is really great to me, I think, apart from the fact that it's, we've got this timing of the 50th anniversary, um, I, I remember that. Um, is it, it was too entertained, I don't know whether it's still too entertained that's bringing out the DVDs, but they'd, they'd been speeding up the releases of the DVDs, the idea being that all the existing stories were to be released so that by the time we got to the 50th anniversary, all, all that we had would be on DVD. Remember, of course, this has all been done before, or lots of it been done before on VHS tapes, but... Now, now we—I mean—they must have been thinking, what will we do now? You know, where am I going to do my uh, infotext? If there's no new shows to come out, well, right. luckily the timing couldn't be better. You're to you in.
1: Hmm. Yep. Well, you only interrupted a really, really good joke. But what, <laughs> I wanna know, what I want to know is if they—if they did find Marco Polo, did they find it by going around at, um, TV stations in Ethiopia, going
0: Marco? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist.
0: <laughs> well, it had to be said.
3: Well, you... well, that's a polo joke. it so <laughs> and see. Oh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Have polo suites in America. Yeah,
1: oh. yeah. I knew what your refer- I knew what the reference was.
3: You know,
0: John Levine played a Cyberman in um, The Moonbase, uncredited, and then he played a Yeti in The Web of Fear. So, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you yeah, know, Levine. that, that uh, there has to be some sort of connection there. <laughs> All right,
3: well... I just to cover up that dirty laugh of Ian's, just say that, um, slight bit of news if you're a collector, Radio Times have uh, really pushed the boat out. This time, there's not having one or two collector's editions, there are actually 12 different copies of the radio times you can get, uh, with 12 particular doctors on. Now, I'm going to leave you guessing as to which the 12th one is, uh, and I'm not going to say any names because there might be two possible choices for that one. Uh, they're looking great, and I've noticed as they're displayed here on the net site, that um, the actual backgrounds overlap across some of them. Uh, so but, you can
0: um, kind yeah, of piece yeah. them together. and Yeah. So you, you can buy yeah, all 12 yeah. and, and put them on your wall and make one big, um, you know, mosaic of them.
3: Well, expensive was
0: it? Yeah. Well, I, th- I th- see. This is. I mean, TV Guide in the U.S. does this so often, where they'll have, and they, they did this with Star Trek many times. They'll have multiple, you know, like the, the the four captains or whatever on each cover to celebrate Star Trek, or they'll they'll do these like multi-cover releases. And it's really, I mean, I mean, on one hand, it's great for fans, but on the other hand, it's exploiting fans because you know the completest fans going to buy all. 12 you know where where they would have only sold if they just did one cover they would have only sold one to that that ultra ultra ultimate fan now that ultimate fan will buy all 12 so it means you know more sales for them yep all right well we'll we'll try to stay positive (laughs) always look on the bright side of life (laughs) oh
1: side note (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be a, uh, a, 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 a reunion. It's not Doctor Who news, but hey, hey. Oh well, yeah. John, Cleese is, John Cleese has been in Doctor Who, so yeah, it ties in. Okay, um, yeah. Monty <laughs> uh, Python are uh, getting back together on stage, uh, briefly for a reunion uh, stage. I don't know, this is a stage show. I'm not entirely sure what the show entails. Whether it's just them doing kind of a, um, you know, just gathering on stage for Q and A type, you know, stuff, or whether it's going to be. There's going to be skits and stuff. And, and they news. still do skits when they've got walking frames.
3: <laughs> well, that's a silly walk if I ever saw one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's because John Cleese's hip's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, John. I really
0: am.
1: i will never acted that town again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, well... But as you can see, listeners, I mean, there's so much news. I don't, I don't know whether you want to actually cover any more... Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I was just going
0: to say, I I think that that's, the thing is, I mean, this is going to be recording this on the 20th is it's probably going to be out hopefully by the time of the, of the anniversary. So there'll probably be more news. You know, it seems like every time we get an episode out, there's something that's comes out a few hours, a few hours later. So I'm sure uh, there's something that will, um, you know, usurp the, whatever news that we said in this episode and, um, and who knows in post-production, I may be adding more
3: news to it. So, uh oh right Samuel hey Lewis what about that new episode they've just released Ian didn't you think that was fantastic
1: news oh yeah it was great it was great. I can't believe it I can't wait till everybody else gets to see it because quite clearly we saw it first
3: yeah I didn't expect that one I thought no. it was going to be that other one
1: and, and oh that, that but they showed god mind blower yeah excellent oh, yeah. the stills
3: alone were worth it yeah I don't
1: know, fantastic I mean, nothing's going to I, if that's what we're getting now, I mean, I can't wait till the 50th. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We've covered all the image.
0: There we go. <laughs> now it, <laughs> it's all covered. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll be right back with our review of The Name of the Doctor. It's, it sounds like a, a, a game show all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> can you name that doctor? All right. Well, <laughs> we'll <laughs> Ball, oh,
1: doctor, ball, ball. doctor, 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 doctor,
0: doctor, doctor. Splendid chap, all of them.
3: This is Peter Davison, and you're
4: listening to the Doctor Who PodShock.
0: Happy anniversary, Doctor Who fans, old and young, and young and old, and all in between ages as well. That's uh, one thing great about Doctor Who fandom is that it's it spans all age groups, all countries, all borders. It's nothing o'clock right now on the 23rd of November. And that brings us to this week's Audible selection. Yes, Audible is the premier provider of digital audiobooks. Audible has over 85,000 titles to choose from in all genres. Yes, including science fiction, and they do have a good supply of Doctor Who titles available. But if you're interested in thrillers or business, romance, comedy, they have those too as well. They play on all different types of things, including your iPhone, your Kindle, Android, over 500 devices for listening anytime and anywhere. Now for you, listeners of Doctor Who Podchuck, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you have a chance to check them out. Now, to download your free audiobook, simply go to audibletrial.com slash podchalk. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash podchalk for your free audiobook. And as I suggested at the beginning of this, our recommendation for the 50th anniversary, well, there's so much to choose from, but it's going to be nothing o'clock. It's a Neil Gaiman story. This is one of these stories that were developed for the 50th anniversaries. Um, It's narrated by Peter Kenny and it's an 11th doctor story. Let's take a peek. Well, let's take a listen. Well, you can visualize it in your mind, so it's sort of like a peek. Let's listen to part of it right now. On Wednesday,
4: 11-year-old Polly Browning put her head round her father's office door. "Dad, there's a man at the front door in a rabbit mask who says he wants to buy the house." "Don't be silly, Polly." Mr. Browning was sitting in the corner of the room he liked to call his office, and which the estate agent had optimistically listed as a third bedroom, although it was scarcely big enough for a filing cabinet and a card table, upon which rested a brand new Amstrad computer. Mr Browning was carefully entering the numbers from a pile of receipts onto the computer and wincing. Every half an hour he would save the work he'd done so far, and the computer would make a grinding noise for a few minutes as it saved everything onto a floppy disk. I'm not being silly. He says he'll give you £750,000 for it. Now you're really being silly. It's only on sale for £50,000. And we'd be lucky to get that into Day's Market, he thought, but did not say. It was the summer of 1984, and Mr Browning despaired of finding a buyer for the little house at the end of Clavisham Row. Polly nodded thoughtfully. I think you should go and talk to him. Mr Browning shrugged. He needed to save the work he'd done so far anyway. As the computer made its grumbling sound, Mr Browning went downstairs. Polly, who had planned to go up to her bedroom to write in her diary, decided to sit on the stairs and find out what was going to happen next. Standing in the front garden was a tall man in a rabbit mask. It was not a particularly convincing mask. It covered his entire face and two long ears rose above his head. He held a large brown leather bag, which reminded Mr. Browning of the doctor's bags of his childhood. "'Now see here,' began Mr. Browning. But the man in the rabbit mask put a gloved finger to his painted bunny lips, and Mr. Browning fell silent.
2: "'Ask
4: me what time it is,' said a quiet voice that came from behind the unmoving muzzle of the rabbit mask. Mr. Browning said, "'I understand you're interested in the house,' The for sale sign by the front gate was grimy and streaked by the rain. Perhaps you can call me Mr. Rabbit. Ask me what time it is. Mr. Browning knew that he ought to call the police, or to do something to make the man go away. What kind of crazy person wears a rabbit mask anyway? Why are you wearing a rabbit mask? That was not the correct question, but I am wearing the rabbit mask. "'because I am representing an extremely famous and important person "'who values his or her privacy. "'Ask me what time it is.' "'Mr. Browning sighed. "'What time is it, Mr. Rabbit?' he asked. "'The man in the rabbit mask stood up straighter. "'His body language was one of joy and delight.' ''Time for you to be the richest man on Clavisham Row,'' he said. ''I'm buying your house for cash, and for more than ten times what it's worth, because it's just perfect for me now.'' He opened the brown leather bag and produced blocks of money, each block containing five hundred, count them, go on, count them, crisp fifty-pound notes.'' and two plastic supermarket shopping bags into which he placed the blocks of currency. Mr. Browning inspected the money. It appeared to be real. I... He hesitated. What did he need to do? I'll need a few days to bank it, make sure it's real, and we'll need to draw up contracts, obviously. Contracts already drawn up, said the man in the rabbit mask. Sign here. If the bank says there's anything funny about the money, you can keep it, and the house. I will be back on Saturday to take vacant possession. You can get everything out by then, can't you? I I don't know, said Mr. Browning. Then uh, I'm sure I can. I mean, of course. I'll be here on Saturday, said the man in the rabbit mask. This is a very unusual way of doing business, said Mr. Browning. He was standing at his front door holding two shopping bags containing £750,000. Yes, agreed the man in the rabbit mask. It is. See you on Saturday then. He walked away. Mr. Browning was relieved.
0: To Once again, that's um, a Neil Gaiman story, his um, unique perspective on Doctor Who, uh, a fan favorite, Neil Gaiman. And this is nothing o'clock, Dr. Who. nothing o'clock. It's an 11th Doctor story. And this could be a free Audible selection that you can choose, or you could choose one of your own. Once again, to get your free audio book, simply go to audibletrial.com slash podshock. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash podshock for your free audio book.
4: hear the whisper men the whisper men are near if you hear the whisper men then
1: turn away your ear do not hear the whisper men whatever else you do for once you've heard the whisper men they'll stop and look at you Mm. one word from you could save me from the rope.
2: then you may rely on my silence
4: i have information Valuable information.
2: Are you bargaining for your life? You have the blood of 14 women on your hands. There are no words that can save your neck. The Doctor?
1: Ah, yes. I know all about him. Your
4: dangerous friend. How? In the battle of the world, there are whispers. If you know how to listen. The Doctor has a secret, you know?
2: He has many.
4: He has one he will take to the grave. And it is discovered.
2: Well... We can't let that terrible man live. He lives till I understand what he told me. We're going to need a conference call. I'll send out the invitations, you fetch the candles. Yes, Mom. Where's Strax got to? The usual. This is weekend off. I
0: wish you'd never discovered that place. All right, well, we're back with Dr. Ponchuk and last episode we reviewed the Snowman, which was the Christmas special of 2012 that came out December, December 25th of 2012, obviously. And you know, we decided to jump forward to the finale of the of that series, to the name of the Doctor, which was in May. And the reason being is that we're right now on the cusp of the, the the anniversary special, the 50th anniversary special, which picks up where this leaves off. So it made sense to lead into our next review, which will you know probably be the the name of the day of the Doctor, you know, with this episode. But what's interesting is is that this is pretty much, I think, and I'm going to borrow a term that Dave used, bookends, you know, because the the Snowman and and um and this episode the name of the doctor are pretty much bookends to uh, the, the episodes that are sandwiched in between because this pretty much is a almost like the snowman part two because uh you see, there are many returning characters that you know that we saw in the snowman are back in this episode as you heard in that clip that we just played Vastra's back jenny's oh, back lewis you sh- you show great intelligence there <laughs> well i i it was with was, was a little help from my friends i I, I can show it uh, strax returns so it 's 're great bookends and and thank you dave for for that um, for letting me borrow that term it's, it's this This leads right into the fiftieth anniversary it, it just it just speaking of the snowman, I know we reviewed it last episode and we talked about some of the new things, um, including matt smith 's face and the opening credits and I, I just want to say that. If you blink don 't blink, but if you blink, you might miss it i mean if they 't he 's just there momentarily, so we 'll we'll see what they do with the next doctor not not the not the Christmas special, but the, the actual next doctor <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously um Richard E. grant returns as well um, as dr Simon and, and whatever is so, not, not cinnamon and the the, the 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 um. Dr. cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, not not the not the the, the herbs. It smells, uh, nice. It it smells nice. Smells <laughs> nice. <yeah. laughs> not the spice. <laughs> not no the spice. Thank idea. you. So, uh, what else? Dr. Yeah. So, in a sense, you know, it opens up with some. In- it's it was really interesting seeing this, you know, the first time because we see some cameos of other doctors in this story, you know, with Clara. Falling, and you see some scenes with her with uh, various other doctors. Some of them are, um, you know, well, the clips from previous stories, which they have CGI'd her into. And I like the way they they made her dress of the of the period, which those episodes appeared. So she she's um, she's wearing like 1980s fashion with. With um with Colin Baker and she's wearing seventies fashion when she sees um John Pertwee and so it's pretty interesting uh, seeing uh, these other even though I mean they're sure just was a
3: bit like Ace, sort sure of a bit like Ace at one point.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: The whole leather jacket thing going on, <laughs> and it's of course we 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 see Gallifrey. We start off we uh, see repair center or whatever it is at gallifrey and uh, a, a a clip that all fans must have really been uh, just loved uh, in fact the the clip you played right at the beginning yes where the,
0: the first doctor
3: tara is um, giving the first doctor some guidance as to which is and what i loved about that by the way is when it showed that tara is leaving it was in the 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 base look for it which is like it's just like a tube it's like a Mm -hmm. cylinder it doesn't have uh because of course we know the chameleon circuit changed it into whatever it is but the default is like this sort of gray basic tube shape of the door um and and they had done that which i thought was fabulous uh some people might have thought what the heck's that falling but that's what it's like before the chameleon circuit switched on yeah love that
0: I mean, we've seen that before, you know, and that's what like the 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 tortoise would look like, you know, without the chameleon circuit engaged, you know, so. It's it's a nice touch there, and then now we see because before this we you know we knew the Doctor stole a TARDIS and uh, him and Susan went off on an adventure and kept on going or something like that to that nature. So, but we never knew exactly how old you know what the Doctor looked like at that time. So now, he pretty, you know, obviously they they use footage from existing stuff, and so he, he does does look you know it's not a young Doctor, First Doctor. It's 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 William Hartner as we know him as the Doctor you know and and susan's pretty much this-
3: I, I, i'm sure that sure there's some people listening and think hang on a minute doesn't this contradict you know the doctor's wife where where the the tardis personality says you know she picked him but yeah. um, uh, even even with that sort of change in the storyline i love the fact that 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 uh, the very first thing that we see her I mean because it's, it's book ended it? again this particular episode as well as you said the series because we start with all the things that Clara's doing and then we find out how that became possible at the end so um, right because really, you,
1: you get this bit here of uh, you're making a big mistake and you're like what's she up to um, but it's all cleared up at the end when of course you know it's spoilers um, that uh, she says you're making a terrible mistake you're you're picking. you taking the wrong Tardis, um, because Simeon intervened. So you really could say that that, she, that the Tardis still did pick the Doctor. It's just ah, Simeon yeah. intervened and, and
3: misdirected her. Yeah, mm, yeah. Right. And so then Absolutely.
1: Flower went back and fixed that. But to the Tardis's point of view, she still picked him. You know. Yeah. So well really, me. yeah. It really, it, 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 while it does mess around with it a bit, it's still from the Tardis's point of view he walked up to her yeah you
3: know. exactly you're right Because uh, she's not <laughs> yeah yeah she's not fixing things that were broken they weren't broken and the great intelligence stepped mm-hmm. in They became broken and yeah so we've got yeah. it was right it was wrong it was right again it's like quantum leap <laughs> <laughs> things right. like this once went wrong hoping each time will be the leap
1: home or into yeah anyway we'll get to that well Clara... it's, it's a great little episode the, uh, the opening the, op- the opening great and the conference call is funny and the fact that <laughs> for a lonely somtara and trapped on earth there's only place to go to be with similar people <laughs> <in> scotland
0: <laughs> yeah uh, i think rastro like makes a comment saying i, I wish he never found that or discovered that place because <laughs> uh, yeah. obviously he's spending a lot of time there he's having an awful lot of fun <laughs>
3: I did have that issue when I first watched it of how he could get up to Scotland in a weekend from vict- in vict- sort of Victorian London. But we don't know what device he has to actually get himself up there quickly and back.
1: But they do have <laughs> uh, some, some equipment. I mean, when we saw them last, uh, he had some equipment left over. He was uh, trying to save uh, Clara uh,
3: from dying. Jenny.
0: Mm, oh. Yeah, that's true. That is, his, um,
3: oh, sorry. It was in this the, episode the snowman. Of Sage, Jenny. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Snowman, he had
1: uh, equipment he his player at the end yeah.
3: there. Yeah.
1: So we do know he has some tech. So it is quite possible he's got a teleport device or a, you know, fast potato device or something. <laughs> yeah. Potato shooter. That's it. It's a potato gun. Fires potatoes. Great speed. <laughs>
0: So there's That's another hilarious. there's another sequence later on where Clara you know once again we see her falling and visiting the other doctors and um, but to my recollection to unless I missed it we see all the doctors except for eight we don't I, I don't think there's any—I I don't know if it's if maybe there was um, rights issues
3: with the movie very... or see so the back of the head of one. Right. Well, the, the, the so, there's a
0: scene where she's where on the planet or on the surface, and they're kind of running by her. Is that what you're talking about? Like, a, right, just before you, just before you see
1: um, the second doctor running by, mm-hmm. when they open that scene up and you see her standing there, a figure briefly crosses the camera.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody basically has said
0: that's, that's eight. eight. Yeah. And it goes without say, we already started this review, but it goes without say, if you made it this far, spoiler alert, you know, <laughs> I mean, we're assuming you've seen it already, you know, so it's, um. Spoilers.
2: Spoilers. Again, spoilers.
0: <laughs> All right. So we're, we're assuming you, you've seen the name of the doctor just before we go any further, because obviously there's the spoils here. It's It's been, what, six months, seven months since it was, um.
3: Well, well, I've got no more spoilers now, so don't <laughs> <laughs> So, uh,
0: okay. in that opening clip, you hear the, this uh, prisoner, what was his name again, um, Clarence DeMarco, and he has this information about the doctor's grave, and um, unless this is resolved in the next episode, to mind ascending, we still don't know who he is, how he got this information, you know, how did he... He had time-space coordinates man. as well. he
3: heard it from the Whisperman. He'd heard it from the Whispermen.
0: The Whisperman whisper whisper told him. Is that way I had, that's really? how he found out? No, yeah. not
3: told him directly, but uh, he... Picked whispered it in his ear. He'd pick it up in Okay.
0: But why would the, yeah, whis- the Whisperman tell was... him? I, I mean, so, oh, so he could round up the, the cast of characters and get all this in motion, I guess.
1: Right, the, the thing that you which it it kind of bugs me is that before this was released before this episode came out there was a little uh mini so um teaser uh with the whisperman um kind of tormenting him in his cell that's right
3: We missed uh, that out yeah oh
1: yeah and basically so they enlist him to to then call on you know Manavastra and inform her so that means they'll have this this conference call and all blah, blah, the same blah, blah,
3: house yeah blah, blah. yeah, yeah. So. so it was it was set up to bring them together right
0: okay so we may not see or have him mentioned again in in the, um, the day of the doctor
1: right I, I, i'm thinking his his part's done but yeah, okay. you know, where we where we get left at the end of this episode kind of we're not entirely sure how we're going to get out of where we're left. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Kids. I mean,
0: I know we're jumping ahead here, but where this ends, you know, I when this first came out, you know, back in May, I just assumed the 50th anniversary special will pick up immediately where this ends because it's sort of like a, not really a cliffhanger, but sort of like a cliffhanger. But from the scenes that we've seen of the 50th anniversary special, it seems like it's um, it, it doesn't pick up immediately or, you know, maybe it does. And then, it says maybe six months, you know, earlier, you know, because it seems, I mean, there were some preview clips that were released. And again, we're going to assume that you've seen these. You were with the doctor and Clara in a museum. And um, the the latest one, the doctor says, oh, this is where I come in. And it's obviously him jumping into some sort of portal where he meets up with, well, again, spoilers, the 10th doctor.
3: So...
1: I'm, but I'm but again, care.
3: it it doesn't explain the fact that how Clara is with the doctor because as far as we know, well, concerned, I'm assuming this that, takes uh, place before. Well, that's why I'm,
0: I'm assuming this maybe. Uh, I'm assuming that takes place before the name of the doctor. I'm assuming maybe the, the name of the doctor, uh, the, the the day. Oh, I wish these titles were, weren't so similar. I wish. I, I'm assuming on Saturday when we see the yeah, the day never, of the doctor. Yeah,
3: they never did that before with Remembrance of the Daleks. <laughs> yeah, well, they, no, they never did it <laughs> Yeah,
0: they, but they were usually relegated to dalek episodes and they were separated from you know at least within a season apart from each other um so anyway so in the day of the doctor i'm again i haven't seen it but i'm guessing i'm assuming it may pick up immediately after the 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 night no of the, the name of the doctor but if it if it doesn't but it may the name of the day of the doctor it it, it may just have a flashback or whatever you know like it may go like you know six months earlier or one year before that or or whatever uh most likely six months um before that you know and they'll have like an adventure with clara and the doctor this is before the night you know in other words that scene takes place before the name of the doctor that's my assumption i don't know it's just speculation on my part I don't know if I'm making any sense. I maybe mean, I'll just shut up.
1: Doctor <laughs> uh, Who makes
0: any sense, especially from Timey
3: wimey. Well, it may do because in in this episode, the actual again we're jumping ahead, but the actual climax, we see you know John Hurt as the next Doctor. The Doctor and Clara see the face of this John Hurt Doctor, whoever number, whatever number he is, but. In the actual um, minisode, when they show somebody approaching the tenth and the eleventh Doctor, which of course is the John Hurt character, they don't recognise him. The eleventh Doctor doesn't say, "Oh, you're the one I saw," you know, inside my time stream. He doesn't say that, so so it is possible that it was before then. Yeah, it's all very difficult,
1: but it's great. Um, I mean, I don't did- want
3: I don't want to oh, no. be able to solve it. Oh no, no. Um
1: but it to sidestep and kind of take us back from the brink a bit there. Um yeah. gotta be the best goodbye for for River Song. I kind of hope that we we leave it there, cause, um it's very nice and and um not overplayed. Mm-hmm. It'd very, very well be the last time that they talk and it would work. As much as I love Alex Kingston and I love seeing her and in Doctor Who as River Song, uh, this would be a really nice finish to the Doctor's relationship with River.
0: Well, you know, she never had closure... She make a
3: comment...
0: And and this gives her closure. I'm sorry, uh, Dave.
3: I I was going to say, she does make a comment to Clara in this, that uh, the Doctor doesn't like endings, and Mm -hmm. he's put me in this library. Right. The implication being that she can be pulled out of the library whenever she's needed. So, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily mean to no, the last of her.
1: Well, at the end there, before before he says goodbye to her, he said that she shouldn't really still exist.
0: Yeah, because she's still connected uh, to Clara. We're assuming that, that,
1: that, 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 that at Trenzalore, that time period is well advanced of where, you know, she died and went into the, the library computer. But basically, the doctor infers that her that that file basically should have deteriorated by now and she shouldn't still exist. Uh, but she does, but she's holding on to say goodbye one last time. So, well, I, 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 I well, all I'm saying is if this is the last time we see her, it's well done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I would not be opposed to seeing her again because I think she's fantastic and uh.
3: Well, Got a huge I, th- on. Okay. I think we might see her again because in, in one of those things when we've been arguing about what face we saw reflected mm. I've been wondering whether the face we saw reflective was the girl from the library the young um, Cal uh, from the library because she'd be now about 14 or 15 she'd be a little bit more grown up we're
1: talking about that 50th trailer glass ball thing again
3: yeah, maybe there, no, but I'm, I, I've got a feeling that we saw her face somewhere. But um, maybe we want uh, we want to rein ourselves in a little bit at this point, Lewis, and perhaps go back to an earlier clip. Assuming this letter will have reached you as
2: planned on April the tenth, two thousand and thirteen, please find and light the enclosed caravan. It will release a soporific, which will induce a trance state, enabling direct communication across the years. Ooh. However, as I realize you have no reason to trust this letter, I have taken the liberty of embedding the same soporific into the fabric of the paper you are now holding. <coughs> <It> Speak all... soon. <sighs> so glad you could make it. Where am I? Exactly where you are, but sleeping. Time travel has always been possible in dreams. We are awaiting only one more participant.
4: Oh, no. Not the one with a gigantic head.
2: It's hair straps.
4: Hair.
1: Hey.
2: Madam Vastra? Professor, help yourself to some tea. Why, thank you. How did you do that? Disgracefully. <coughs> Ah, perhaps you two haven't met This is the Doctor's companion Uh, That is His current Travelling assistant Assistant?
4: Have you got a darker green?
2: Clara Oswald Professor River Song The Doctor might have mentioned Me? Oh yeah, oh yeah Of course he has, Professor Song Sorry, it's just I I never realised You were a woman
0: Now, wasn't this a surprise at the time? I mean, it wasn't
3: it wasn't known that she was coming no, back? yeah, it wasn't a surprise, no. No. Oh,
0: no, yeah.
1: Yeah, was, yeah a surprise.
3: <laughs> well, She's coming her... back near as many times as Rose did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the wonderful thing is that most of these, of course, uh, all of her appearances in this episode are are, are studio-bound, so it's a lot easier to, for them to get away with it. Uh, but a nice surprise, yeah, her showing up at the, the table. Because um, you think... It's going to be the Doctor. Well, I, in this conference call, well, and, and you you assume that the next person they bring in will be the Doctor. Well,
0: depends. you get really thrown off, because Strax says, oh, the one with the big head, and you're thinking, oh, well, you know, <laughs> you think a big head's a Doctor Who. I mean, you think, you think Sontaran, so <laughs> you know, it's not, it's obviously not a Sontaran, but... <laughs> yep. It's
1: pretty good, and, and, and putting, <laughs> putting the soporific in the, the fabric of the envelope.
0: <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. I like that.
1: Oh, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Since you have no reason to trust us, <laughs> 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 oh, some nice, nice, good comedy in this. It uh, was a nice touch. One, yeah, like you know, Yeah. yeah. It's it's a decent episode. Yeah, I'm I. What with well, this one actually? I, I. But then again, of course, yeah. Anything with Clara and it, I'm uh, pretty much okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm easy. Very easy.
0: There's one episode that we'll get to. I don't know when we'll get to it. And I, for those that are questioning, we're not just going to be reviewing older episodes. I mean, obviously, whenever there's a new episode that will take precedence. So obviously, um, we're going to be reviewing the the day of the doctor and then the Christmas special when they're released. So even though we're backtracking and covering episode, we're reviewing episodes that we missed while um, I was recovering from Sandy. You know, you know, it's not just going to be that. We also have the, the Patrick Trouton's lore stories that we're going to review. So, uh, for those that may be turned off to the fact, oh, that we're just going over, you know, stuff from last year or whatever, and that it's actually earlier this year. It's not even. I mean, the Snowmen were from last year, but this is just episodes that took place six months ago, whatever.
3: So, anyway, just I don't know, Louis. You and Sandy in those summer nights. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Uh, he
1: showed off splashing around you
3: know <laughs> yeah going back to this episode I mean uh, looking at the appreciation index appreciate appreciate yeah <laughs> eighty-eight. He got um, uh, just under eight million, seven point four five million 7.45 million uh, watching it when others were taking the count, into account but uh, very well crafted episode I mean uh, we we are jumping about one uh, quite a bit with this episode but um I, ju- I, I just loved it. Um, the, the, the scene you've seen there—we've uh, just uh, had the, the clip from—and then, and then what happens? Well, move us on, Lewis, a little bit. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll sort of keep. please stop it, Doctor. Who? Unhappy, sir. Uh-huh. Leave him alone. Let him be.
2: Don't
3: worry, sir. I think I'm. Doctor! Doctor! Who? Please!
2: The TARDIS can still hear me. Lucky thing, since him indoors is being so useless. Why did you open the door, sir? I had them on the run!
4: I didn't do it. I didn't say my name. No. But I did. Is everyone
0: alright? Is everyone okay? Clara.
2: Clara?
3: How are you okay? I hope
2: that was not nice.
0: No, no, I
3: know. I'm sorry.
4: Now then. Dr. Simeon. Or Mr. G-Intelligence, whatever I call you. Do you know what's in there? For me... Peace at last. For you, pain everlasting. Won't you invite us in?
0: So we're on Trenzalore now. This is the Tomb of the Doctor. And just how big is the TARDIS Tomb? Now, when I first saw this, I—unfortunately, I—this I, was during—I um, was still um, displaced after the storm, and I was watching this on a on a standard definition TV, and I didn't realize— the scale of the TARDIS tomb—I just thought it was this. Oh, it's st-
3: massive. Yeah, massive. I, I, yeah. I, it wasn't well, until insides,
0: now that I rewatched insides, it yeah. that I, I realized that this is a massive yeah. TARDIS. I thought it was just the, the, the full-scale, ordinary height TARDIS. You know that was turned into his no, tomb. No,
3: the, the insides supposed to be leaking out, yeah. and enlarging it. And mm-hmm. by the way, that reference where she says she said the name. Uh, Takes us all the way back to Silence in the Library when she first meets him and whispers something in the ear, and we're all thinking what she whispered, (laughs) uh, and the assumption was she must have mentioned something like his name. This confirms that. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, it's it's now it's pretty interesting. Here you have an adversary. Now this goes back to my Snowman review that, you know, that I thought the weakest part of the the Snowman was the adversary, was the villain, was the, the um, you know, that aspect of the story. So here you have an adversary that manages to erase the doctor. And by the way, that that him, his past being erased sort of reminded me of The Five Doctors, of Peter Davison, you know, losing his past selves, you know, saying, you know, the, the, the sum of himself is is, is the, the part—whatever, I can't remember yeah. the quote now, but you, you saw him slowly deteriorate. And it, and what Matt Smith did here when he fell to the ground sort of reminded me of, of that. It, was, it, it It was a nice— feeling it seemed like it was in sync with when he was the fifth doctor and when his past selves were being pulled out of, you know, himself, you know, it was sort of that same effect. So, but here you have a villain that that manages to erase the doctor from all time and space. And it's not the master. It's not the Daleks. It's who would have guessed. It's the great intelligence. I mean, he was, I mean, this was, I mean, going, it was two stories to my understanding, you know, to Patrick Trouton's era, that all lost stories, and now all of a sudden it has so much significance. And,
3: I mean, Richard well, e. Grant and Grant so did a great a job. Thing.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry.
3: Well, the, well, first of all, the, the thing is, he's now at his full potential. You know, in the Snowman, he, he was trying to find a, a body, a vessel for his intelligence, and of course, the doctrine actually enabled this because with with, with the got simeon himself actually dying he could then inhabit that body so he's now both got the intelligence and he's got this um you know a body to move i think that's uh the whole thing goes all the way back to that but sometimes we try and weave too elaborate a thing to it but i think the connection is definitely there with the the five doctors the the other thing is that the um madame Madam a couple of times that, um, you know, uh, the doctor's dying with us in London. Then, no, he's dying there. And and it's her that gives us this reference that in all these uh, things that had happened where the doctor was winning, he was now losing. The only thing I can think about that might have worked better is we, we've got these whisperers, but we had the silence. I mean... It's, it's almost a pity that the whispers and the silence weren't the same characters mm-hmm. because that would have also brought us back into the impossible astronaut and so on.
0: I was actually expecting it to be the silence when, when they first appear, that was the first thing that came to my mind until I realized it wasn't it wasn't the the you know the, the silence but you're right, it would have been a nice tie in and...
3: Because they were supposed to be affecting human evolution all the way, weren't they, in a sort of Quietly doing things behind the scenes, and they left all this hanging about. Was there a was there a silence in the TARDIS and who blew up the TARDIS? Uh, we've never got the. Oh, I'm raking up old stuff. I shouldn't. I'll stop now. Yeah,
1: we're, 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 that's, the, yeah. that's the problem. Don't that's do that. we keep Breaking off into tangents on everything. The one thing I found that was interesting about this is the way they deal with the Doctor's death. When a Time Lord dies, that because they're so, depending on how far and widely mm-hmm. they've travelled, they become Uh, their remains basically are this uh, tangled time stream thing, Mm -hmm. you you know the the thing that bugs me about it, I guess is that it could be entered it's it's like, well, it's just a bit inconvenient, isn't it? You go to to their grave and you
3: you trip, whoa where am I? (laughs) Well, they wouldn't have done, of course, because the TARDIS wouldn't have opened for anybody, other than the fact that Riversong opened it and it was great that Madame Vastra went out and saw that these planets were disappearing because those are the planets that the Doctor had saved, you know, over his time, you know, 1, 1,200 years, is it now? Well, well maybe um, it's... Um, but, the, but but I'm just saying to
0: Ian's point that maybe um, because the Time Lords don't exist anymore, maybe that's the fact. Maybe if the Time Lords were still around, they would be inserted into the Matrix and they would sort of maybe live on that way. I, I mean... True.
1: Yeah, maybe this is normal for a time. Or maybe, maybe
0: to do uh, but, and the. But the other interesting thing is that when we see the that interior of the TARDIS, it's it's the current interior. When we when, that scene that takes place, when you see the scar tissue and I mean uh, the ripples in time, whatever you want to call that that thing they they enter. It's I mean obviously they can't future. They can't decide what we have to assume the Doctor dies somewhere in the future, and it's not the Eleventh Doctor. It's some other Doctor that dies. But the interior, he's constantly changing the interior. So the interior, I mean, of course the production team
3: couldn't... Ah, ah but they are stored. I yeah, mean, I, I, are changed, are stored, I, changed, so... I changed my wall. So maybe the TARDIS
0: intentionally used this interior because the 11th Doctor entered it and it wanted to make the 11th ah, Doctor ah, feel at home. Yeah. There we go. That works. There you go. That's
1: the ticket. But, but when, when you do go in there, the, the, the actual uh, the console's missing. So um, it is a room that does resemble... The mm-hmm. console room, there is right. no console in it. Yeah. It's overgrown, and so it could very, very well be one of the archived rooms just without the console. It's
3: well, that's not- it. I mean, I, I changed my wallpaper, but often I'll put wallpaper on my desktop that's, you know, wallpaper I had only a year ago, two years ago. So, But I think I think your point's better, Lewis, that on entering, uh, the TARDIS responded to which Doctor was entering, mm-hmm. or which alliteration of the Doctor was entering and made a, you know, suitable home for him in that sense. Well, and, and that also brings us well, to... We need to artists. move... Yeah.
1: We need to
0: move on. <laughs> well, it also brings this us to the point weird. that when Clara's falling through it and he she meets up all, with all these other doctors, you know, except for one that she doesn't see until the end, which we'll get to, but she, there's no... 12th doctor that you know, we know of who that is now, but there's no future doctors. And if he has more than 12 regenerations, wouldn't Clara have to save them as well? <laughs>
1: um, I'm wondering if that has something to do with still not being able to, you know, cross uh, one's own time stream into for her to go into the future of the doctor. I don't know,
3: I do know, something I like can that. argue something as well. Been... The great intelligence couldn't have. Messed about with future doctors, because they haven 't happened yet, so you but, only but, they ha- but this is his
0: grave they had to have happened uh, th-
3: he 's dead no, because now that La- uh, clara has, 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 has resolved the issue it 's one possible future for the doctor I mean presumably if we 're going to have more doctor who ventures, he didn 't die, so this timeline comes to an end at this point. And uh, now my head's gonna explode. Do you want to play a final clip from this story?
1: <laughs> yeah, before, before, before we explode him.
2: <laughs> but this is what I've already done. You've already seen me do it. I'm the impossible girl. And this is why. Whatever you're thinking of doing, don't. If I step in there, what happens? The Time Ones will tear you into a million pieces. A million versions of you, living and dying all over time and space, like Echoes. But the Echoes could save the Doctor, right? Well, how about that? I'm Soufflé Girl, after all. No. Please. If this works, get out of here as fast as you can, and (sighs) spare me a thought now and then. No. Dara. Pax, you know what? Run. Run, you clever boy.
3: And remember me.
0: Which is a key phrase that uh turns up, you know, in her various carnations.
3: Yeah. I think that was a very, very satisfying yeah. end. Exploring. And then we see, of course, we see all those scenes where she's reappearing like she did at the beginning. One of the things that I mean, I like Russell T Davies in many ways because he sets up great stories. I'm talking about the, I'm not talking about Stephen Moffat, I'm talking about Steve Davis, Mm -hmm. but his endings were always a bit naff. Where to me, this was a well rounded, you know, the the circles completed. Uh, The only thing, the only issue I have is what you said earlier on is where the next story um, is going to start because. At the moment, we've got the doctor presumably going to recover from Clara's intervention. Mm -hmm. Clara is now still spread around the timelines. So they've got to find some way of reuniting them. Unless, as you you say, the doctor's uh, sharder ripped out of his own timeline at an earlier point.
0: It, uh, yeah, we don't know where that's how that's going to resolve itself. Now,
3: at, at the end of I this, you, speculate, yeah.
0: you, you see the doctor inside his own timeline rescuing Clara. I mean, uh, that's where we meet up with this other doctor that that is Well, I, is 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 that in the last clip here, Dave? Number seven.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, let's find out.
2: Who's that?
3: Never mind. Let's get back. who is he? It's me.
4: There's only me here, that's the point. Now let's get back.
2: I never saw that one. I saw all of you. Eleven faces, all of them you. You're the 11th Doctor.
4: I said he was me. I never said he was the Doctor.
2: I don't understand.
4: My name, my real name. That is not the point. The name I chose is the Doctor. The name you choose, it's like... It's like a promise you make. He's the one who
3: broke the promise.
2: Clara? Clara? Clara?
4: He is my secret. What I did, I did without choice. I know. In the name of peace and sanity. But not in the name of the Doctor.
0: introducing John Hurt as the doctor.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was a jaw, you know, chin on your chin on the floor type moment, wasn't it? Didn't like the text, but seeing an actor of that caliber suddenly, I mean, I didn't know anything about it. I yeah. I thanked Goodness, watch that! Uh, completely but, on. Andy, had you been spoiled on that one or not?
1: I had seen a picture of John Hurt, um, <laughs> but at the time we did, didn't know who or what he was. I did hear some rumors, but I wasn't expecting to see him at the very, very end of that episode. You know, um, it wasn't expected to see him until the fiftieth. So for him to show up at the end of that episode, while a surprise, was annoying because we had the lettering.
0: Just yeah, together. well, the text yeah. was a bit overhanded. I mean, we didn't need the text really there, yeah. and it seemed like it was sort of like just baiting fans, you know. So, well, Matt Smith is then leaving, you know, and and this is the new doc. I mean, who is he, you know? And you know, and we
3: we know well, it might be a generational we, thing. We, we, we know now. Mean, I mean, some younger people, probably. <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry, you talking about? Which doctor is not what the actress? Well, that's what I meant.
0: That's what what I meant. Which doctor was he? You know, what regeneration is he? You know, was he a future doctor? Was he, you know, or or a past doctor? Was he? Was he the doctor before he took, he assumed the the name, the doctor? You know, this is before, obviously, the mini episode, the the night of the doctor was came out. That that sort of answers that question.
3: just, just to just stay on tar- on Dalek for a moment. <laughs> One of the things the Great Intelligence said earlier before this was the Doctor will take many names: Storm, Beast, mm-hmm. Valyard.
0: Yeah. So yeah. those
3: were named in it.
0: Mm. it, and this is the first time the Valyard is mentioned since um, since the, the Colin Baker era,
3: which was obviously a red. He- well, I mean, not obvi- the, the likelihood is the, the word Valyard was mentioned as a red herring or a, you know... A, you know Just a, throwing it out there. A finger on the nose to mm-hmm. fans saying, yeah, 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 you believe he's Valiard, yeah, that'll keep us happy for a bit. Miss Direction.
0: He's
1: a wonderful woman. Miss <laughs> <In this> Direction.
0: <laughs> I get it now.
1: <laughs> ta <Ta-da! laughs>
0: so yes some interesting concepts (laughs) in this story um we all have a grave waiting for us somewhere in the future which is a bit chilling there when you think about it so even uh you know obviously a time traveler as well so
1: we know dave
3: does (laughs) i plan being here a lot longer matey don't worry about that i'm sure dave is going to outlive us all another, another another 30 years at least ian
0: you better that's you a go. promise
3: hey, actually I, I, I think in about 20 years it'd be me and your son doing the <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying which one either it might be the youngest
1: oh dear he's got an infamy me.
3: <laughs> so uh, I, I think since we've got other things to cover yeah we'll, we'll give got, our do you want us to sum up on that or not
0: yeah. yeah, I think we can we can give our overall ratings. Uh, I guess I'll jump in and just say uh, I mean for the importance of this story, for the the um, everything that it has going for. It, I mean, there, there, I mean there are a few little things I could nitpick, whatever. Like you know the the TARDIS prevents him from going to Translore and and then stops full halt right before the planet, and then you know he turns off the Antigrav on the TARDIS to make it fall. And he used the sonic screwdriver. Couldn't he just go to the console and do something? I, I just wish this sonic screwdriver wasn't a wand, a magic wand that does everything. And you would think that TARDIS would have prevented the sonic screwdriver from doing it, that he would have to manually do something to turn off the antigrav to prevent the TARDIS from, you know, interfering. But anyway, it's a, it's a nitpick. So... Minus the nitpicks and all that, I fully enjoyed the episode. It was compelling. It was interesting. Again, not without floors, but I'll, I'll give it a five. TARDIS groans.
1: We're Doctor Who fans, and we can nitpick to the end of, end of time itself. Ahem. Ahem. Nothing good. You know, uh, at the end of the day, it's good. We, we, got, uh, we got to see all of our Doctors, you know, running past the camera. I thought the running was actually done very, very well. Yes. Um, yeah. Hats off to the the runners because they managed to capture. I mean, if you watch the 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 fourth Doctor running by, it's like Tom Baker's running by the camera. So they managed to capture, you know, the essence of of them running, uh, which is a famous trait of the Doctor. It's so, an awful
0: lot of running, yeah. Doctor Who. <laughs> good job.
1: Yeah, awful lot of running to do. Hmm, sounds like a good uh, good thing for a truck So... <laughs>
3: Well, well I, I loved it. I mean, first of all, the other thing is when when, when they did get inside the TARDIS, uh, Clara's memory started to come in back of her earlier uh, ah, lives mm-hmm. as well, and we had some flashbacks there, which were great. We got to see Bessie uh, yeah. <laughs> the third daughter. Uh, No, uh, this is near... If you're ever going to give... If if you're a fan and you're ever going to give a dot two episode of five out of five TARDIS grounds, this, I would think, must be that episode five out of five i'm not going to quibble argue uh try and beat you down or whatever uh straight five (laughs) out of five and uh again we got we got clara in all those different outfits i mean what's not to like exactly (laughs) (coughs) sorry
0: yeah i I like the way they they made her like i said earlier they, they blended her into the period you know so um it was interesting it was also interesting seeing the second Doctor running, you know, with palm trees and all that. You know, he's with his big—he's—he's he's in that fur coat that he has. But he's yeti coat on. Yeah. His yeti coat on.
1: Yeah. Well, just just to spoil it for for you, it's from the Five Doctors. Ah, when when they're running from. The, oh
0: uh, yeah, yeah, but but not the palm trees. Running from the. The the um what's yeah. The, yeah. So they
1: lifted the, the, that video the, the, that that bit out of.
0: The yeah, no, video. I I recognize that, but the, the palm trees were not obviously there. <laughs>
1: no no which is odd that they put them there i don't know if that has any bearing on any of uh any of like the missing adventures or anything like that you know uh the doctor running around in what what was it california
0: who knows who knows something somewhere with palm trees all right well i guess that's gonna, gonna we're gonna that was may and now we're gonna fast forward to last week which was the the really surprising release. I mean, we again in our last episode we said that the night of the Doctor was going to be a mini episode coming up this weekend, and it turned out that they released it earlier. But no one would have expected it to be such it causes such a uproar, a positive uproar among Doctor Who fandom, and you know all the social networks were buzzing you know with excitement and um, and joy because. And again, um, spoilers, if you haven't seen it, we're going to assume you've seen it. And so spoilers are after this, uh, you know, when, when we see the doctor, but it wasn't the doctor we were expecting.
2: <laughs> Help me, please. Can anybody hear me? Please take the nature of your ailment or injury. Not injured, I'm crashing. You don't need a doctor. A clear statement of your symptoms will help us provide the medical practitioner appropriate to your individual needs. I'm trying to send a distress signal. Stop talking about doctors. I'm a doctor,
4: but probably not the one you're expecting.
2: Teleported off! But you're still here? I teleported them. Why you? Everyone else was screaming.
4: Welcome aboard. Aboard what? I'll show you.
3: Where are we going? Back of the ship. Why? Because the front crashes first. Think it through. Why did you do that? Emergency
2: protocols.
4: What's your name? Cass. You're young to be crewing a gunship, Cass.
2: I wanted to see the universe. Is it always like this?
3: If you're lucky. Don't worry, it's bigger on the inside What
2: did you say? Bigger on the inside, is that what you said?
4: Yes, come on, you love it
2: <laughs> TARDIS
4: Yes, but you'll be perfectly safe, I promise you Don't touch me I'm not part of the war I swear to you, I never was
2: You are a time lord
4: Yes, I'm a time lord, but I'm one of the nice
2: Get places. away from me Well,
0: oh, look on the bright side, I'm not a Dalek
2: Who can tell the difference anymore? Cursed! Deadlocked. Don't even try. Cast
0: it.
4: Open the door. I'm trying to help.
2: Go back to your battlefield. You haven't finished it. Some of the universe is still standing. I'm not leaving this ship without you. we are going to die right here. Best news all day. Curse. Curse. Curse!
0: Wow, pretty exciting stuff. I mean, um, if you could find fault in this episode, it may be that the fact that it was only a, um, a short six-minute episode. It would, I mean, it would, how fantastic if this would have been a full-length episode? <laughs> it's
3: it's, well, a, it's almost seven minutes, six, 40 minutes. Okay, seven.
0: It's it's still. I mean, um, they packed a lot into that. I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. It's. You know, if you have so many things going for it. You have, well, you have Paul McGann back, who had so little screen time with only the TV movie. And, uh, you know, we had, you know, of course we had the audio adventures, which is interesting because he he um, mentioned some of the companions he had in those audio adventures, which were done by Big Finish. And they also went out on Channel um seven uh on the uh, uh, the radio channels radio seven bbc radio seven some of those adventures went out so um if you if you will the radio series and the big finish
3: yes just interrupt just get ian's take on it quickly
1: yes ian um sorry i do have to i have have to duck out unfortunately um his time stream uh, he's pulling uh, he's being pulled
0: out of his time stream
1: Eddie's in the time-space continuum. I don't know how he keeps getting in there. Somebody keeps unlocking the door. Um, this was fantastic. Uh, Dave alerted me to, well, ask me if I'd seen it, and, uh, I hadn't, and I hadn't realized quite what it was when it came out, because um, as we said during the news, we weren't expecting this until, like, um, children in need. Uh, but after watching the first 30 seconds, I uh, paused the video, swore at Dave, <laughs> and then continued on watching it well uh the, the one thing this has caused is is, is people are now clamoring for uh, uh some kind of web series yeah you know, give us a web they series. want more you paul know, half hour episodes you know with 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 Paul mcgann in it um uh I did not know that those were the, that was the sisterhood of current when I come into yeah, the yeah. Uh,
0: well, you the were poo pooing the idea. <laughs> He was saying, just because they're in red dresses doesn't mean they're their sisterhood. Come on, people.
1: I know, exactly. (laughs) I I had no idea, and so it was was nice to be proved wrong. Um, I did have a small problem with the fact that they didn't quite get the costuming right. Well, I'm assuming
0: it's changed over the years.
1: Yeah. yeah, Just just like the
0: Cybermen. Different tailor. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, And they weren't in, like, uh, they were in, like, a cave. It's like, well, where's your, you know, where's the, uh, the temple you were in before well, who, who
0: knows about the time war what, oh what? I know when it, all else I, fails blame the time yeah. war <laughs> exactly
1: yep uh, but I mean that's that's that fanish nitpicking um, yeah, it was fantastic you know seeing Paul McGann on the screen again uh, seeing that regeneration begs the course of the question are we going to see 'Cause it's always been the question the 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 you know, the uh to Eccleston regeneration. Now we've seen the to Hurt regeneration. We still need to see now the Hurt to, to Eccleston. Um uh, and uh Uh Steve Moffat's a sly man, he managed to keep this secret. Uh he did mention in a, in a in an interview that he's a completist um and likes to tick all the boxes, so uh I wouldn't put it past them to, uh, to, to have something up his sleeve, who knows so, so I'm not uh, promising anything, I don't uh, know anything I'm just saying, you know if they manage to pull the wool over our eyes on this one, then who knows what's possible
0: so you're saying that no, we may see that I will
1: would... leave it at that and I'm sorry and, and, and carefully and quietly duck out and leave these two gentlemen on their own to, uh, to flounder without me
0: well thank you Ian, I appreciate, I appreciate you staying as long as you did
1: <laughs> <laughs> not a problem sir
0: It's always a delight. Until next time. Until next time. Take care. Cheers.
3: Thank you, bro. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, (laughs) chicken.
0: So, yeah, it's I I guess what Ian may have been alluding to is that maybe we'll see uh, the John Hurt. Uh, you know, we don't the, the non the, the warrior doctor. Well, he's not the doctor. He he took didn't take the name the doctor as we see in this episode. When you know, in this mini episode, when when the eighth doctor regenerates into John Hurt. Well, first of all, there's that line, "Will it hurt?" Which I didn't. The first time watching, I, I didn't realize that. I didn't get that connection at first. I'm, I'm assuming that was the deliberate, you know, inside pun there. The the surprise
3: that I had. I mean, actually. After I'd got over the surprise of seeing Paul McGann, I suddenly thought afterwards, hang on a minute, logically, which other doctor could it have been? The only other doctor it could have been is, I suppose, the ninth doctor. And we all know that Christopher Eccleston, great actor though he is, is not likely to reprise his role. So that was that. Uh, secondly, um, a few little things that I would mention. First of all, he didn't kiss that girl in the spaceship. That's not very Paul McGannish, is it? But. Um, <laughs> No, uh, the, 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 the thing that, w- that was mentioned when we were talking about it before was that um, although it's great to see Paul McCann there uh, uh, and the Eighth Doctor in some ways, especially when he goes down onto the planet, and the planet was, I mean, I had, I had no clue, but I, even, even thick braino like me, realised there was a connection to Brain and Morbius and, and the planet of Karn, which was near, fairly near, I think, to where Gallifrey is. But the point was that um, the, 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 the the lady in charge, uh, I've not got her name to hand at the moment, the, and the actress who played that part really slightly out-acted Stephen Moffat. Uh, Stephen Moffat. Uh, Paul McGann. <laughs> now, I think that... No, no. Yeah. Sorry. No. Sorry. Right. The thing I'm trying to lead. The thing I'm trying to lead up to is that, I think, and I was it was confirmed after I was talking about it is that they had to obviously film this in secret. Mm-hmm. So all the rest of the cast might have been able to prepare for this for two or three weeks. Paul McGann was probably sneaked into the studio. I thought for one day. I think I've been informed by uh, friends of the collective that for Two days, they'll film this over two days. So basically, he had to go in cold and suddenly be the doctor who he hadn't played for 16 years. Now, part and parcel of the doctor from the sixth uh, from the TV movie was a very energetic and full of life doctor because, of course, he'd regenerated from this, the seventh doctor into the eighth doctor and he was sort of leaping around full of the joys of spring. And one of the elements of that doctor is that vivacity that life that you know uh, you know the way he just spontaneously uh, kisses his companion and uh, uh, well, Dr. Grace, anyway, here he just looked a little bit tired now was that because he was an actor who's that much older and therefore doesn 't have that energy inside him uh, was this story supposed to take place? whilst the time wars have been going on for years yeah. because i, I think this the last character yeah, yeah, yeah I think it has it's to cast do with the character with the him. yeah
0: because the, I mean the time lords have a uh, seem to be well known across the, the, the you know the galaxy as you know they have a bad name once They're she finds out the
3: Dalek. yeah,
0: so what's the difference she says um and, and I think that's the i think you know the ravages of war has has you know played a toll on the doctor there Even you know he's been acting in the doctor's name you know for good for, as a healer and uh, you know
3: to
0: to to heal whenever he can not not medically but you know to right what's wrong you know and that's the name of the yes, doctor he's been
3: trying to do little small things without becoming a warrior without uh, becoming a now, warrior of course but it's now this now, again this sort of just i'm just this sort of makes
0: sense when we see in 2005 and uh, when when doc, when doctor who first came back and Christopher Eccleston's the ninth doctor he alludes to the time war and he you know he, he doesn't say specifically what he does but what he had done but he said you know he had to do things that he's not proud of and whatever so and then we had we just have to assume it was the eighth doctor that did it because if you remember him, Rose, he just, he looks in the mirror and he tickles his, you know, he wiggles his, you know, he f- looks at his ears and he, he seems yeah. like to be seeing himself for the first time. So he had just recently regenerated, we have to assume, because he hadn't, hadn't seen himself yet. So we had to assume that... This was coming off a new regeneration and all these things that happened in the Time War was the Eighth Doctor. You know, this is before the John Hurt character was introduced. So now, but it it seemed a little bit out of character for the Eighth Doctor unless he got, unless he changed so much, like you said, during, from the 1996 movie to whatever the Time War did to him. But now we know it wasn't the Eighth Doctor that maybe did these terrible things. It was the the, the Time Lord that didn't use the Doctor's name and hence wasn't part of the Doctor's um, makeup, you know, and didn't do it in the name of the Doctor, and it's the John Hurt character, even though it's the same Time Lord.
3: And it was an unorthodox regeneration because, of course, uh, they actually mm-hmm. said that he died. Now, um, if, if you go back to some of the early stories, uh, I mean, that classic scene where Rose and the Doctor are running towards each other and the Doctor gets glanced and, uh, and, and the scenes where where the Doctor says oh no I can die, if I die instantly you know, I can die mm-hmm. but if I have time to regenerate I can survive now in this case the sisters will say that he actually died on this spaceship mm-hmm. and we're having a, a little bit of a potion as the potion that revived the Master. Now in the Master's case uh, in the end of time part one and two um of course that was interfered with somebody tried to stop that uh potion working and that's why we had this bizarro master with you know you know iron man jets of power coming out of his arms and so on but here uh, the, the 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 situation that is a diff uh difficult to resolve is the fact that here uh, he, the Doctor doesn't make this conscious decision. He's trying to help this girl. He's trying to be the Doctor. Uh, the, the ship crashes. We know that uh, this planet of calm is set up to lure ships to their doom. Um, uh, not my idea. D- Darth was saying on our call that, you know, there must be some way in which that, although the ships crash, they slow down the crash part so that there's something sal- salvageable from the wreckage. The point is that they revive him and then they say because of the time war, desperate times, desperate measures, even their sisterhood is in crisis. And so they prepared these possible uh, potions that will not only, and and this is actually in the dialogue, uh, because we know that when the Doctor regenerates... I, he often says, I wonder what, what I'll be mm-hmm. next, yeah. you know, he, he, uh, like the the fifth doctor at the, the end of the case of Androzani mm-hmm. feels different this time, you know, what's going to happen and so on, where with these potions, the idea is that, you know, they can, it's a little bit like designer babies, isn't it, you know, yeah. it's not a question of them well, getting pregnant and yeah. a new doctor. It, it
0: doesn't have designer to be random, babies. it doesn't have to be random, he can choose what he yeah. wants old new young um you know man woman uh he could choose and and that's when he says the the universe doesn't need a doctor right now it needs a warrior
3: right so i suppose in that sense he he does choose in terms of he chooses which incarnation he wants from the choices they give him but one of the things if you go back to the dalek episode uh, again, not just my idea, but the, you know the idea that um when the ninth doctor confronts you know the captured Dalek he you know he said, "I watched it happen, I made it happen. The implication being it was a specific decision on his part to go to war, where here he almost looks as though going to war was thrust upon him, and he he 'd resisted it for so long
0: mm-hmm.
3: but I mean there was a i mean less than seven minutes as you said it's fantastic it, it basically um, makes an opening where there wasn't an opening because we we all thought well John Hurt is he the Valiad, is he going to be the 12th Doctor, well there's been an actor announced for that, won't spoil that just in case there's anybody who's still trying not to avoid that <laughs> but the point is that um, here we, we are definitely the 8th Doctor has died without the ability to have regenerated because of the suddenness of it is revived by advanced science, not magic, by advanced science, he is restored. So is he the eighth doctor in a new body? Therefore, the ninth is still the ninth, the tenth mm-hmm. is still the well, tenth. Well, that's, an, I- that's
0: so. an idea of thinking about it, that it, it, it was something other than a re- I mean, even though he regenerated, it was something other, and, and I think you had mentioned, uh, maybe it was you, I don't know, uh, had mentioned that maybe this has also reset the regeneration cycle. It was a good cycle.
3: idea. It was a good idea. It was you. <laughs> it was a good idea. It good. Of course. <laughs> I think many, many fans would say if, uh, if the upcoming episode, you know, is going to be as good as um, the night of the Doctor was, we're in for an absolute treat. Well, it's a hard it's act to follow. It, it was brilliant. I mean, that's what I said. It's, I mean, the fans wanted it. I mean, to get Paul McGann on screen, to get the Eighth Doctor on screen, is absolutely fantastic.
0: And, uh, and now there's a again, cry out for more spoilers, of the Eighth Doctor.
3: I don't, I don't know spoilers. I avoid them. But <clears throat> we do know, don't we? Can we say, we do know how many Doctors are going to appear in this upcoming episode we know John Hurt Doctor is going to be there we know that the 11th Doctor is going to be there and I think it's already established the 10th Doctor is going to be there
0: mm-hmm.
3: is there going to be more
0: that's that's uh,
3: again no, that. no, no, no
0: spoilers we don't Positive and knowledge. i and i you know i do my best even though you know it's it's, it's problematic you know you know doing a show about talk to you and trying to avoid spoilers at the same time so i i try to do my best on on avoiding spoilers you know i you know just like you know this was a great surprise in this mini episode i i i don't want the other surprises to you know be spoiled so um, it's only a few more exactly. days away.
3: Anybody, anybody, anybody like Ian who said he saw this uh, night of the doctor with no idea. But as I said, once you'd seen that it was the eighth doctor, actually logically, you suddenly think, well, actually, it was either going to be the eighth or the ninth. It couldn't have been the tenth or the eleventh. That wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah. But I'm, I'm more concerned now after refreshing our minds with the name of the doctor. I'm just wonder where they're going to come in, because at the moment we assume that the Doctor is going to recover because Clara's gone in to fix things. Mm-hmm. But where is Clara? Oh, oh, does that time stream now dissolve?
0: Yeah, that's why uh, that is, I was assuming that, that that those is, museum scenes place take place ahead. before the, ni- uh, the, the name of the Doctor. That was my assumption, but I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing. Yeah, or it could it could be another timeline or to, whatever. To
3: just twist our minds anymore we've had another little mini episode if you want to go on to that yeah, well,
0: just today, no, yesterday it was actually released. The Last Day. The the Last Day, which is a, a new mini episode. And now I just said that the Night of the Doctor, you know, if you were saying that if, if people were saying now, if the Day of the Doctor is anything like the the Night of the Doctor, it's going to be a Norsen episode. And I said, well, you know, the Night of the Doctor is a hard yeah. act to follow. So I hope Day of the Doctor is good. But then we get this other mini episode, which, in my opinion, is a little disappointing on the heels of the Night of the Doctor for me it's 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 it, well first of all, as we said in the beginning of the show, it's available on iTunes right now when this sh- when this podcast goes out, I'm not sure if maybe that may have expanded to YouTube, but right now it's it's to my understanding it's only officially available on iTunes and in the u s it was free and now I think in the other countries it's free as well though not initially there was some sort of you know mess up with that but so that aside though right. that aside just based on the story and the episode itself. I just found it a little, it was interesting, but a little disappointing. Um, As a tech guy, someone that's um, played one or two video games in his life, especially, you know, like these first game shooters, it just didn't seem original. I've seen this before. Many first game, first person shooter games will start off this way. I don't know if, um, you know, if if you're familiar with Halo or uh, there was another one which um, was kind of popular before then, uh, which was a first person shooter. Uh, The name escapes me right now. I have seen similar scenes like this before where it's sort of you you sort of in the uh perspective of the person being spoken to and um they're they're about to go to some sort of battle or whatever and they're preparing them and anyway so it, to me it just seemed a little predictive um I was able you know when we, there's a scene where see that little speck on the screen pretend it's a Dalek. And I knew immediately that was going to be a real Dalek. So, but that, as, that that aside, it was good seeing Gallifrey again. It was good seeing these Gallifreyan guards or whatever you call the the, 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 the capital, um, the, the the military aspect of Gallifrey, though, you know, they didn't have their capes. They, they had this reddish outfit. It wasn't that bright red that we've seen before. So they've changed the costumes, costumes a bit. And uh, they're, they're missing their capes. But it was good to see Gallifrey again.
3: Yeah, and of course they do have the military. I mean, Romana went uh, went off with one of those military yes, uh, types, mm-hmm. didn't she? But yeah. um, maybe it's a generational thing. And, and, and if you'll forgive me, including you and me in the same generation, maybe it's the fact that younger people would would connect more with that first person. It's, Possible, yeah,
0: yeah. It just—I've just like just when I was watching it, just like I've seen this before. Yeah. You know, for the first time watching it, I felt like I've seen it before. So where that it wasn't was the an case anticlimax. with the night of the doctor. Uh,
3: yeah, it was an anticlimax. However, n- not what was on screen, but it could, in many ways, be great. In as much as the t- the whole point about the time war. As far as i understand it is you know both sides were wiped out with only the doctor remaining now you could argue that if the last day showed all of the time lord our gallifrey being wiped out other than presumably if you go back to doctor who some of it that was locked out of time you could argue that that is reason why the doctor would take on the warrior role Because his whole race, on the last day, you've seen wiped out. So in terms of it being, uh, you know, I'm going to, I dare even do this, but I'm going to do it. Can I mention Steven Seagal movies (laughs) alongside Doctor (laughs) Who? Have you ever seen Steven Seagal movies or even Claude Van Damme movies? Hmm. The way they justify their hero you know, kicking hell out the bad guys, is that the bad guys did something to Terrenuous. their fiance or mm-hmm. some or close mouth. Or I think a death wish. You know, Charles Bronson yeah. death wish. It's only because his family gets, you know, tortured or whatever that he can then and everybody's shooting him on. Yeah, because because they know that he's suffered. It's not he's not just a nasty character doing it for the love of it. He's been a very hurt, wounded kind. Of. Now you could argue, I suppose, that this last day is giving the Doctor license to go and kill every last stinking Dalek, as the Ninth Doctor says in mm-hmm. the episode Dalek, because in this night, last day, we've seen all of his race by him wiped out. So it wasn't on screen. It, w- it, it, it but if you can. Uh, I might I might be completely wrong, but if you can think it through in those terms I've just put, then it might just give at least the reason why, you know, you can go along with uh, this warrior doctor and say he's right to do that because the Daleks have just wiped out his whole planet and race.
0: Yeah. Maybe? Just a yeah. thought. Yeah, no, it's... it's uh, well, I mean, we have to assume that this takes place sometime after the Night of the Doctor because there was no indi- i mean the um i mean the i mean it was a short episode but the eighth doctor didn't make any indication that the time lords were wiped out i mean they were still in existence no, no, no. he said he was one of, one of the good ones so the, i
3: would assume that after after he's become this warrior doctor he finds out about this dalek attack on gallifrey yeah
0: I mean, and these two events could be—they they could be coinciding with each other. I mean, the day, of the, uh, the, the night of the yeah. doctor, and the, the last day could be taking place simultaneously.
3: Exactly. Hopefully, it will make more sense once we see yeah. the episode. because yeah. it's um, I mean, a little bit like Ian said earlier uh, when we weren't sure about that man in the cell talking about, you know, the whisper men and so on. There was a there was a little minisode that explained that you might argue that this i mean in some ways it's bad i mean one of the things that a lot of people say with doctor who is that when you watch an episode everything you need to understand the episode should be exactly within the episode. yeah you shouldn't have had to have watched an extra to know the extra should be an extra uh, exactly. An embellishment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever. it shouldn't be something you have to necessarily have watched. To because I'm not even sure if I saw that talk. mini.
0: If that mini episode didn't appear on iTunes, uh, you know, because that, that's how I was getting Doctor Who, especially you know during the recovery after Sandy. I was just, if that episode didn't appear, that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back and I'm, not, I'm not recalling that mini episode. So I, it may be one that I haven't seen. Now I got to go look for it. But for, but for the well, I mean like, I, for me it was circumstance that that kept me away. But for a casual Doctor Who fan, they're not going to seek out these mini episodes unless it's shown in the episode proper. They're not going to have any any knowledge of it. So that makes me wonder now. Um, in the the next episode, the the 50th anniversary, the the. the Day of the Doctor, whether they'll have some sort of explanation about who John Hurt's Doctor is. You know, we I doubt they're going to insert the Night of the Doctor into it, or or maybe it might be a flashback or something like that. I don't know. But it it seems like there's going to be probably some sort of verbal explanation on who he is, because the casual fan won't have—might not have seen the Night of the Doctor.
3: Well, yeah, I mean— One of, our, one of our friends, Mike Randall Thor, Thor, always goes on about the the we and the not we. I mean, my brother-in-law, uh, I told him to watch that, um, you know, The Night of the Doctor. I, mean, I said, it's fantastic. He said, well, I watched it. What was all the fuss about? I said, did you not <laughs> see The Eighth Doctor? Yeah, it was The Eighth Doctor, that was nice. No, I said, most people, they had to pause, run around the room screaming for five minutes, <laughs> then go back and watch the rest of the episode.
0: Oh, no, Dave, I'm you watched me. I didn't know you were watching me when I was watching it.
3: Yeah, so he says, you lot obsessed about this. And then I went on to recount, and I spent 10 minutes, and this was on the phone. I mean, I bet, I bet if I could have been in his house, he's probably holding the phone about two feet away from his ear as I'm ranting on about. some oh, right, I didn't see all that. It was good, though. And basically, you know, it, it, he quite enjoyed it. But you didn't see why. I mean, so, what do you mean, Braden Morbius? How do you know it was that? Well, it was the same planet. Well, the clothes. And, and I'm gormless at things like that. Um, but even I spotted uh, quite a few of those links. So, he, oh, well, he's just obsessive about it. <laughs> you know, no talking about this to you. Well,
0: uh, just so, to summarize, uh, I'm, I'm going to give Night the Doctor uh, once again five out of five Tardis groans, and the last day I'll give it two and a half, which is in the middle of five and uh, out of you know out of five Tardis groans.
3: Oh uh, well, Night of the Doctor from me five out of five, absolutely. Uh, the the last day, if it's relevant. It could be four, but it's it's only a three. And actually, if I had to pay for it, I'd probably make it a one or a two. Yeah, yeah. For six, <laughs> uh, for, for, sorry, under four minutes, basically, you know, it, it's more than a dollar a minute. I mean, pretty steep.
0: Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it would be different if it was going to children in need, but it was, well, hopefully those that did pay exactly. will get a refund... Just, I'm sure in the in iTunes, if the the iTunes app, you can go and 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 you know mark a problem with a certain purchase, and you can you can request a refund if if it's now free.
3: You know, for two ninety nine, you could have got the PodShock app, much better <laughs> buy.
0: There you go. Well, we didn't have um, much feedback from last week, so I do want to re- um, remind everyone to send in your feedback. To you could call the, the, the probably the easiest way is to call the Pawtucket Public Call Box, which is two zero six three five zero six four six three, and uh, just please t- make a note of that. It's you're calling the United States and um, you know two zero six number. So um, if whatever, and we don't charge anything for it, but whatever you know phone tolls they may be, they apply. And um, you can send feedback on anything, but what we're suggesting is, since it's the 50th anniversary, is why not send feedback on what this anniversary means to you, what you might be doing to celebrate the 50th anniversary, or just what, even if you're not doing anything to celebrate, what the significance of 50 years of Doctor Who means to you. Although not really a feedback, just a message that was sent on Facebook, which I believe was from Mark Goodacre, I had mentioned we had speculated last Episode about the TARDIS doors opening where we may have seen it before, and he reminded us that the DVD menu titles when it open when you first put a DVD in of you know from the from the original series from the classic series if you will it usually has the the TARDIS and the doors open up and um and that's from the DVD menus so uh, maybe that's where we remember seeing but I think it was some, from something else too perhaps
3: yeah I think it was on the uh, Confidentials for a while mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. All right. Well, and, and Mark, by the way, is known as uh, Res- resident alien. Uh, if you see him around on the internet,
0: uh, that's. I'm, I'm guessing maybe that's his Twitter handle.
3: Yeah, okay. yeah, because he's he's British, but he's living in the. Yes, so he's a resident alien.
0: Very good. <laughs> well, again, Dave, thank you, and also Ian, who had to step had to step out before. Uh, thank him for as well for being part of this show, and thank you, for our audience, for listening. And being, you know, still here, I'm still getting uh, lots of feedback from people saying how happy they are and delighted that Dr. Upachok is back. And, um, you know, on behalf of, of um, everyone involved, you know, I, we're, we're delighted to be back. And we look forward to, you know, what's to come. And and as I said before, we're not just retreading the past, we're, we're working on the future as well and the present, which any Time Lord can only hope for.
3: <laughs> yeah and to my friend who made the, the comment it's 5 a.m here oh my one day of 67 uh, and i hope i'm uh, chirpy enough for him
0: you certainly are for me so thank you again dave and um ah.
3: until, <laughs> Enjoyed it.
0: until next time cheers everyone
3: cheers you have been listening
0: to Dr. Who Chok, presented to you by the fan run Dr. Who is owned and trademarked by the BBC. Dr. Who Podshock is not affiliated with the BBC in any way. Dr. Who Podshock theme music by Jeff Smith at thejeffsmith.com. This has been a production of Art Trap Productions and has been made possible by supporting subscribers and donations from listeners like you. This podcast is also supported by the PodChalk Podcast Companion app now in the iTunes App Store. Visit arttrap.com for more information on this and other podcasts. I'm
2: trying to send a distress
4: signal. Stop talking about doctors. I'm a doctor but probably not the one you're expecting.